Welcome to the Soul Savvy Podcast, your home to sneaker culture, community, and connections. Our goal is to provide you with industry insights that you can't find anywhere else, as well as news and stories from the people who helped build sneaker culture into what it is today. From designers to photographers to brand experts, we give you the real scoop on what's going on in the sneaker world as it relates to you, the consumer. What up, everyone? Welcome back to a new episode of the Soul Savvy Podcast. We like to sprinkle in um, conversations with boutiques, neighborhood accounts, people living, working in the industry and the chaos that is sneakers uh, into our podcast discussion. So today I'm excited to uh, welcome Danny Ball um, from Likelihood out of Seattle um, to talk about the store, their eighth anniversary, um, and just general sneaker topics. I'm sure there will be some, um, well, we'll get to that. But uh, Danny, please introduce yourself to the people. Um, who are you and what do you do at uh, Likelihood? Yeah, thanks for having me, DP. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm Danny Ball. I am the creative studio manager um, over at Likelihood. Uh, so I handle all things marketing. Um, I am a liaison kind of between our business team and our creative team. Um, we do all of our creative in-house very proudly. Um, and yeah, we are a, a local sneaker fashion boutique, like you mentioned in Seattle, New York, Seattle, New York. Uh, wow. That's a first from Seattle, Washington. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when we have Lakers fans on the podcast. They can't remember where <laughs> they're from because they're too busy. Um, melting their brain cells supporting uh, the Lakers. Exactly. You caught me at a, a bad time, still mourning the yes. sweep today. Um, yeah, yeah, Seattle, Washington, rather. Um, we have uh, two locations now. Um, as of the end of last year, we just opened up a second one. Um, and as uh, as you mentioned, we're celebrating our eighth anniversary this week. So we've been on Capitol Hill for eight years mm -hmm. um, in Seattle for, for eight years. And um, yeah, excited for for what lies ahead this summer and uh, and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm uh, I think most people know I'm in Vancouver, British Columbia, not um, Vancouver, Washington, because that city doesn't exist. Sorry to everyone who's in Vancouver, Washington. Anytime I'm in Portland, they're like, "Yeah, we figured you were in BC." No one actually lives in in, in Vancouver, Washington. Um, you guys are short drive from us. I'm going to make the trip down. Um, to see what you guys are celebrating and, and actually make it to the store for the first time. I've never been. So what can, um, for anyone who might be listening to this on Wednesday before the event on um, Thursday, May 25th, um, and is an area, what's going on on Thursday? Uh, on Thursday, we'll be continuing kind of an ongoing happy hour series of events that we started um, a handful of months ago now. Um, but just kind of doing it up with a little bit more champagne and a few more giveaways and a little bit more good time to, to celebrate eight years of, of likelihood. Um, we'll have some live music. We'll have some giveaways, some free drinks. Um, we'll proudly have some of our partners there and yeah, just coming together to, to kind of celebrate and shop uh, in the store. And yeah. yeah, it's always, it's always been a good time being able to see our customers in kind of a different light with, with just more, um, touch points than, than what's on the floor and, um, you know, what they're, they're looking to buy, um, just being able to hang out and, and shop it up with customers is, has always been fun. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we, we talked about that. Um, there's a really big desire from everyone and not just in sneakers, but especially in sneaker culture to get back to like, I want to see people in person. I want to do things. I want to get out of the house IRL in real life. Um, and I think one, the brands are coming back to that thinking about, hey, how can we engage our community and and the actual culture to be successful? 
um, and stores as well, because that just like helps bring, uh, uh, sorry, helps build brand loyalty. Um, and it's just fun, right? And I know you guys totally. are definitely big believers in that. Yeah. I mean, I'm uh, lately I've been enthralled with kind of, we have a, a little partnership with Topa Chico. Um, I came ready with my own, uh, my own brand deals on this podcast, uh, <laughs> but the, their kind of um, their notion when they came to us was they just like being next to cool stuff. And it's yeah. the same model that Red Bulls used and um, having chatted with their reps and some other um, brands that we partner with. I think it's a, a model that I'm slowly trying to kind of adopt for us, whether we're connected to a brand that we're actually selling. Like we did a, a really cool car who pop up around one of these happy hours a couple months ago. Um, mm -hmm. or whether it's, you know, K2 who we don't sell a single K2 product in our store, but there's a relationship there with our owner, Aaron, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and their team, um, and just being adjacent to cool, fun stuff, um, whether it's fashion, whether it's sneakers, whether it's sport art, um, or something kind of falling in between all of those, uh, it's definitely something that we're trying to, to layer in. Yeah. What's been, what's been your favorite thing, um, that you've participated in? Um, I'd like to get around that. Um, I'm uh, sure you've got yeah. a couple, but on the spot, what comes to mind? On the spot, the first one that I was a part of uh, was, again, talk about a, a masterclass in collaboration. It was a four-way partnership between us, uh, Carrots, Anwar Carrots' brand, yep. um, Lil Woody's, which is a, a famous burger spot in Seattle um, and is in all the, the stadiums and arenas out here. Mm -hmm. and uh the rapper freddie gibbs um and so we did a, a run of merchandise um we did an in-store pop-up uh and then they were uh nice enough to have us tag along to the the concert and throw out some merch nice. on stage um so yeah it was it was really cool again the the multitude of touch points there being not only we had free little woodies for people that were standing in line not only did we have freddie gibbs music playing in store not only did we have the collab merch um mm -hmm. but then we were able to activate it with the actual community um which obviously coming out of these last few years we saw an explosion in digital communities, but but like you were alluding to, getting people back in person for IRL events is um, is always kind of the goal now. Um, yeah. So that was that was a fun one. No, absolutely. Um, there's a couple that come to mind for me when I want to ask you about um, is the lost and found um, scavenger hunt. What happened there? Because this has been like one of those things where me and Justin, he's going to be like, "See, damn it, you took too long to do it." Um, but obviously, it's not the, you know. <laughs> grandiose most unique idea but what did you guys do around that release because i think that's um a, a lot of fun yeah um definitely pride ourselves on our activations um and how we can kind of serve our local community so for that we picked a couple a uh, couple famous spots um the, mm. the the movie up uh the house that that's based on is located in seattle so that was one oh. of the locations well um, it's now i have to make a pit stop on my drive oh totally the it's 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 an enigma there's an entire mall and parking lot built around it and then that wow. lot of land has been sanctioned off um for the house so that was one of the locations and then the other one was the the famous fremont troll um, mm -hmm. which is under a bridge over in, in Ballard, Fremont area. Um, and yeah, uh, we, before um, the year ended uh, and things kind of changed with how we are allowed to release Nike product, we were big on doing um, first dibs and giving those out. And so we rewarded, I believe it was five people, maybe, maybe it was 10 
um, who showed up to that location um, with the first dibs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and essentially they had found their pair. Um, and yeah, uh, people were flying out of cars. And I, I think, you know, hopefully uh, Seattle Transit isn't listening. But at one point there was a, <laughs> a road blocked off because people just were hopping out of their cars to come run over to me and see if pairs were still there. Um, and then on top of it, we were able to, to give away some extra entries um, as a consolation prize to those who, who didn't make it in time. But yeah, nice. being able to have a raffle that comes to life um, and, and has some sort of uh, element of game to it uh, is definitely something that, that we're big on. And um, that was a fun one. Yeah. And look, it was 10 pairs. Um, it was not your whole inventory. So people who are at work and have families and kids and can't get out of the house and shit like that did not everyone had a fair chance. It was a little opportunity to do something different, which I think is cool. Right. Um, totally. You know, we did a, a podcast recently around um, raffles um, ruining sneakers because mm. it's turned into this concept loosely massive generalization here. Um, here's a Google form, fill out your name. We'll draw some winners. Right. I think that has taken a lot of the fun away from sneakers and also made it way too easy for someone's mom and auntie and grandfather and little sister to enter these raffles with different names. And and again, people who might not actually want to wear it can participate in it. So anytime you can have a little fun with it, I think it's, it's good. And I love that you guys have been doing that. Um, You also um, tell people what you guys did about uh, on Air Max, Air Max day. I thought that was a a really cool um, community driven activation. Yeah, that was a special one for sure. Um, It was a pretty tight turnaround. So if I glaze over any details, it's only because it was all a whirlwind, but we were able to take everything off the floor in our new location in South Lake Union um, and turn our store into a spotlight for some local artists. Um, it was an idea that, again, my my owner, Aaron, had come up with uh, right after we got off the Air Max Day call. Um, and so we put a call out to our community um, as well reached out to some artists that we had earmarked internally um, and gave them um, a tabling setup and, and kind of a booth setup uh, in the store. Um, everything from the tooth gem that you can see on my canine to uh, uh, reworked salvaged denim to collage art um, and, and everything kind of in between. Um, but yeah, it was the uh, other than what the artists were selling. The only other thing that we sold were the, were the OG big bubbles, um, which was cool yeah. to see a turnout and actually was talking with some people at Nike yesterday about, I kind of forgot. Uh, I'm, I'm so used to the Jordan community, um, that we see at releases and, and whatnot yeah. that I forget how big that Air Max community really is. Um, yeah. and just the, the different collabs and the different, um, you know, Nike by you, Nike ID, uh, Air Maxes that we saw in store. Um, yeah, just a good reminder that, that, you know, whether it's Nike or Jordan or whatever, that, you know, that, that lineage runs pretty deep. Um, but yeah, with the main goal being giving uh, some local artists a spotlight, that was a, a really fun one for sure. And just getting to interact and see their reactions. Absolutely. And again, it ties back to just getting people in, in person and and building that, um, the rapport and that brand identity that it's not just about like, here's the website they sell me shit um it's like oh there's actual people here and they're cool and they think about things and like again that drastically i think helps build that because um and again one of the reasons why we like having stores on the podcast um you know you guys are in my opinion of a fairly top tier um boutique account right and if we just look at the nike structure you got tiffany air force ones you get the travis scott releases um but people when they think about those shoes they think about kith 
and undefeated, right? So it's like, how do we diversify this sneaker world? So it's not just Seattle's boutique. It's also, you know, North America, you guys can't ship to Canada, but you know, we figure out our ways as Canadians, how to buy your product and import it into our country. Um, right. It's about diversifying that. Um, Cause there's so many, so many great stores um, just like totally. yours, selling product. And telling stores. Yeah. And I, th- I don't think it was until 2020 or even maybe it was even later than that, that we took our Nike account online. Um, so I think that's mm. even been something that we're obviously grateful for, for the opportunity to expand out a little bit. Um, and yeah, it's a constant conversation internally about how do we, um, maintain our local feel while also kind of expanding our, our reach, um, with the ability to yeah. now sell, sell Nike online. Yeah. And I think just for context for people who might not be aware, there is Nike account holders, Nike Jordan account holders who can sell product in store, can't sell it online. So you might, people might've seen that in the, it's like the product is on the website, but you got to fill out a form or call or email to, to, to buy it. Um, that's like an old legacy Nike thing. Um, yeah. it, it, it's crazy competition. Someone, someone in your area had dibs on online first and, um, you guys couldn't get it. And, and we see that, um, surprisingly still all the time, even though it's kind of dumb, um, the internet's the internet. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I said, grateful, grateful that we're able to now that that predated my time here. Um, but yep. definitely heard about it and, and yeah, definitely reminded me of like the East Bay, uh, you know, direct to direct to mail, uh, order kind of era, um, just a different era in sneakers for sure. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things about the store is the diversity of your guys' product selection, not just footwear, but, you know, obviously so savvy sneakers and, uh, this podcast about shoes. Yeah. You know, there's, I, in my opinion, I think very few account holders that I've seen in North America that sell, um, Carhu and have a, mm. a Carhu account, right? Um, you guys have a really diverse selection of product. And I think a lot of boutiques dabble in like, all right, Nike Jordan is like whatever, 70% of the sales, 80% of the sales. And like we carry some other brands. Like New Balance has been new to people. I don't know when you guys um got your New Balance account. Is it new as well? Um, ish. Ish. Yeah. I think we've had it for a little while now. Um, but pre yeah, this uh, pre this New Balance boom. Pre New Balance boom, yes. Yeah. Our our uh, Aaron's got a great relationship with our rep over there and they did a bunch of time at right. Nike or Nordstrom. I can't remember. But yeah. Yeah. Been on the New Balance kick for sure. Again, like I can go through you guys' brand list right now, and it is it is very diverse, right? Adidas, Asics, as I mentioned, Carhu, Jordan, Solomon, um, Crocs, Doctor Martens. The list goes on through here. Um, Obviously, classics like Vans, etc. Why? Why? Why is it to me? I imagine it's important to to you guys to have a variety of product of this, and and so my question is to why. Yeah, totally. I mean, to go back to activations, right? Solomon was one of the ones you just listed and um, their Sandy Liang collab uh, was one that kind of blindsided the marketing uh, people, at least. Um, We didn't realize how hype it was until I was getting texts from friends of friends um, about how they were releasing and when they were online and if we were going to have them. Um, And so I think that's honestly that's that's why it's important right is is it's great to have that community 
um, that rallies around Jordans or Air Maxes, like we were talking about earlier. But mm-hmm. the line that was outside of our store Friday morning for the Sandy Leanne collab was a lot of faces I had never seen before. It was yeah. a lot of um, it was a lot of couples. Um, it was oh, wow. cool to see a different part of our uh, local community show up for that, and I think that's yeah. again what um, is is something that is represented in that brand selection um, and kind mm-hmm. of helps us define us as a true boutique um, that, yeah. that rallies around selection rather than just volume, like the the kits and the undefeateds and bodegas, as you were mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's a big one. And then it's also just wanting to provide, like you said, a different experience. A lot of people have walked in and they've seen the Nike and Jordan run and it reflects in the home pages of the websites that they shop online. But not many people know that the Fusion 2.0 is what Kanye was wearing before he put out the Wave Runner. Um, or, you know, the fact that they sold the three stripes to Adidas in 1950 or um, whatever it is. And so I think those different storytelling touch points that we can make um, just help, you know, our brand uh, go a little bit deeper as well as um, allow us to tell those stories and, and kind of have those brands go deeper with us. Yeah, absolutely. And I had um, uh, a hour long conversation this morning slash podcast slash video recording with Chris from Wear Testers around like how awesome it is right now in sneakers. Cool. Um, product variety has never been better collaborations have never been more you can and more interesting that they have creative freedom um to mess around with the swoosh or or materials or really change around a shoe right it's never been better yet people are, are somewhat choosing to be miserable or upset or say sneaker sucks right now and i'm sitting back here i'm like man it has never been better there's you know really great collaborations like um the house studios asics um mm. that was really easy to get hell i mean especially if you pre-ordered it it showed up no problem um lucky green ones which i i think you know people can't see but for the sake of just this conversation and i'll describe it i have the pine green uh, green toe jordan one mm. from a couple years back that's probably going for like i don't know three four hundred dollars in the aftermarket and the lucky green one these are the exact same shoe right Right. And we're at a time where like people don't want this because it's accessible and easy to get. And, you know, we can get around the nuances. But as a generalization, yeah. like, man, it has never been better to buy shoes. And um, for everyone listening, if you have not tried a, a pair of Solomon's or Hoka's or Asics or New Balance or Sacconi's or Carhu's, have one pair of Carhu. Um, there's something else I, I bought recently. But, anyways. Um, yeah, try it. Try it. You try it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Your Develop your out. own taste. You know, yes. like it's not what you were saying. The stock X price should not define how you want to. I am somebody who builds his, a lot of his outfits from the feet up. Like, don't let yeah. the stock X price determine what you want in your closet. You know, um, I am also somebody who's heavily influenced by what other people are wearing. So when our car who rep Satoshi told me the Kanye story of him being in Japan and fusion 2.0s, all of a sudden my interest for those was peaked <laughs> um, to a place that I never thought it would be. But um, yeah, yeah I, I think there's, there's too much, uh, too much weight given to that and um, yeah, find inspiration wherever you can, whether it's uh, yeah. Touch points with with influencers, artists, designers, um, whatever. But yeah, kind of. De- I'd definitely say push push into new boundaries and develop your own taste. Collect is a first of its kind peer to peer member marketplace app that allows you to buy, sell, and trade your sneakers. A first in the industry with no fees paid to Soul Savvy. 
On top of that, you can showcase and manage your entire collection from the app. We built this to empower buyers so prices are lower and more fair. Learn more about Collect at www.soulsavvy.com collect. So, you know, again, if you're in Seattle and want to go sneaker shopping, like likelihood is the spot. There's two locations. Um, go in there, try some other things on smell, touch, feel, wiggle your toes in the damn thing before you make a decision. Yeah. Um, and I have to give a, a shout out to, um, I'm going to have to just keep giving him credit. His name is Chris Chance. Um, Chris in the URL is his Instagram handle. He had a, I don't know if it was viral, but like semi popular TikTok that went kind of on Instagram and Twitter. That's when I see it. Cause you know, I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> Um, but he talked about not being a clone and developing your own um, sense of style. And he's like, I wear Terminators because I like them and I like how they look and how it, what it, you know, how it fits within my aesthetic. I think a lot of people have not had the opportunity to develop that for themselves because they got into sneakers. Let's say 2020, 19, sorry, 20, 2019, 2020. And like, it was all like peak, peak hype. Right. And everyone's got like the same collection and me i'm at this point where it most of the new stuff i buy um i tend to tuck it away and i pull something from like three or four years ago out because i just know no one's going to be wearing it right now and this is obviously like really degenerate sneakerhead commentary because i have 500 pairs of shoes and i can do that um but yeah like it's just like everyone's wearing the same shit right now right Totally. Um, just from a serotonin boosting uh, level <laughs> as well. Like it's cool to have lost and founds on and have somebody like, Oh, you know, those are, that's sweet. Um, yeah. It's way, it's way cooler to have something that you are proud of, or you have a story with or yeah. um, whatever. And, and, you know, my mind goes to wearing our car who collab um, on the, the trompos that we did, um, which is a shoe I would have never bought um, that yeah. had I not, had I not worked here. Um, but when I wear those and people say right. that they like what, where that like that I'm wearing them or, or whatever, uh, it just hits way different. Um, cause it's, it's something that, that you have a little bit more of your own connection to. Um, it feels like you're actually being paid a compliment about your taste rather than just what you're wearing. Um, sure. so I think that's a, I think that's a cool, a cool touch point as well. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm excited about the, um, the J tips Sacconi. There is not a single shoe, even remotely in my collection, that is going to match that shoe. So when I feel like wearing pink, bright pink and floral, I mean, that's just what I'm going to bust out. And I guarantee you it's going to be a conversation starter, or at least make people look, even if they think I look stupid because the shoes, you know, whatever. But I think it looks great and it's beautiful. And I want that for my collection, right? And totally. um, there's so many great opportunities like that. Um, and yeah, that's that's what, it, that's, yeah, you got to diversify. Yeah. Take a chance. You know, I think it's like that you'll just have a little bit more fun and, you know, I'm not saying don't go get your favorite pair of shoes. You know, I paid an exorbitant amount for bread fours because I'd had my eyes on them yeah. for years and years and years. And, yeah. um, but, but yeah, definitely, uh, would, would urge people to, to venture out. And, um, you know, I, I'm also like, you know, shop sale, go look what's on sale and like filter it by your size and whatever, like, shop differently than you normally do um and and i think you'll end up finding stuff that that catches your eye for sure yeah quick plug you guys have a nice sale section right now i saw the prices i saw the discounts kick in um you know uh, air max big bubble women's sizes 20 percent off shima shima 20 percent off there's i mean look air max 97 golden bullet there's a good there's some, some good jordan ones here. in there yeah not yep. bad not bad the valentine's yeah the valentine's uh women's comfort i always like those but 
not going to be in my size. Um, but yeah, absolutely. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta look through that stuff. So on that topic, what are, you know, a couple of your favorite silhouettes right now, you know, ideally you guys are stocking it at the same time. So people can head to, um, likelihood.us to, to shop, but like what, what's really hitting, hitting home for you that you love right now? Yeah. Um, I mean, personally for me, the, any, any of the Jordan one lows, um, have been a great summer shoe. Um, yep. also a big fan of the, uh, the 1906s from New Balance. Yes. Um, really like those. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I've been a big fan of the Fusion 2.0s. And then um, the last one would probably be, oh man. Um, I mean, the XT6, like, you know, they're everywhere oh, now and they're on runways and whatever. But yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I, yeah, I, I need a pair. Um, they've done some cool collabs with them. I wish the Sandy Liang one went up in my size because who doesn't love a pair of pink shoes? Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, no, that's a it's a great model. Um, I probably be would be the guy that swaps out the pole lacing for actual laces. Oh um, right, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think those would kind of be the four um, that I've been been big on. Um, nice. How about you? Nice. Yeah. I was just, while you were talking, I'm like, I'm gonna do my own research. I put the question on you and didn't let you prepare. So I'm like, shit, he's going to spin this. <laughs> <on me." laughs> um, I think I love the XT4 OG. Um, mm. Actually a little too much to the point where I have the vanilla ice pair. I have the Eden pair and then the fire red. Yeah. Fiery red pair. Yeah. All three. I like the, I don't know. There's something about like the higher, cut of the xt4 that i that i really prefer and these three lifestyle colorways came out and i'm like holy freaking shit these are beautiful um and they're really really good in the rain um so for everyone in the pacific northwest yeah um, that's a good call out the traction on the six and the four xt4 xt6 is um is really good really good in the rain um so yeah, i'm really big fan of that that model and you guys have a couple colorways um in stock i did pick up the women's jordan three lucky green um, mm. 12 w thankfully i'm a 10 and a half 11 so i can um walk that line and, and and i fit them so i got those coming in um the 2002r um protection pack or i guess refined future man very good shoes oh All... don't get me in trouble don't get me in trouble comment section had my neck out calling it the protection pack it's not the protection pack I guess not. I, I apparently the designer had come out and said that he he preferred the refined future future pack. Well, um, and he uh, might want to tell his employer um, to work right. on that. Th that being said, they're the most comfortable pair of shoes I own um, for yeah. sure. Uh, those really, gray ones, yeah, really, great model. Yeah, really good shoe. I just picked up. Um, I guess is it sale? Um, it's like a sale colorway. I don't know. It, just, it came here the other day. I really liked it. Um, again, all these are really good shoes that are available for retail and. Um, if they don't slowly sell out, like you might get a little bit of a discount on it, which is a, a absolute victory. Um, the Sacconi Grid Azure 2000. That's obviously the the J Tips collaboration. I see you guys have yeah. this other this other world colorway. It's crazy. Is this a collab? It uh, it is a collab. Um, one it looks good. And I and I say uh, that because yeah. Now now I'm biting my tongue. I can't remember if it's a collab or not. So you got me digging through my email. I know um, I'm, I'm trying to check right now for you, but either way, regardless of this specific colorway, I actually really like the model. I bought the um, Raised by Wolves um, oh, collaboration yeah. that they dropped. That was my first pair of this of this model, and I really, 
Um, really liked it. Really liked it. Um, it's comfortable. They fit a little snug. So if you're a wide foot, recommend half up. But if you got a narrow foot, you'll be fine true to size. Um, so I've been going 11 and a half in those. But yeah, those are a couple couple things that stand out to me that you guys um, are carrying right now that um, if yeah. I didn't own, I would buy this weekend. Yeah. Or, this, or yeah. in two days. To close the loop, Otherworld, not a collab, just kind of an internal pack from Saucony. But um, very cool. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely one that the the team was excited to shoot um, on the creative side. Um, and I know we've got some some content around that rolling out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even that, like I, I think my first interaction with Saucony was like 6pm.com, that like yeah. wholesale site. They had yeah. a great run of like retro runners on there. And I had like the jazz nine thousands or something. And again, yeah. to kind of go back to that point I was making earlier, like that was a pair of like dark blue and light blue shoes that I would wear. And I could have my Lakers sixes on, I could have my whatever. But the moment that I wore those people were like, Oh my God, I love those shoes. I love those shoes. And it just hit yeah. so much different. Cause it was like, Oh, well, little, do you know, I got them for $25 shipped on 6pm.com. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. I'm not even going to mention Nike Jordan models. Cause everyone knows them right now. And you right. gave the Jordan, you gave the Jordan one love. Um, one more that I'm remembering here. Um, mm. Uh, Asics, the gel, gel, uh, Sonoma 1550. I really like okay. that freaking shoe. Um, I'm just like, again, I have too many sneakers. So like, I'm not going to buy another pair, but um, I got the APC colorway. Um, really nice, really nice mm. sale. Hits of color, but yeah, really good silhouette. Comfortable. Every, all this stuff's comfortable. Um, yeah. Jordans are not as much and we all know that, but we still continue to wear them. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, I like the, uh, the, the EX 89 from a six I think it's a cool, like five fifty adjacent model. Um, yep. but they've got some stuff around. That is a nice model. Yeah. And even the, the gel NYC too. Um, I know Dover street got a pretty cool collab with an artist on those. Um, but just in general, right. even the, the general release models, um, are really nice. Um, and yeah, really comfy. Yeah. And I think important for me to know, like people are buying plastic cardboard dunks for 110 to $130. And the models you oh just mentioned are $130 and the quality is like just through the roof that that ex9 is 120 um the gel and nyc is 130 um that grid azure from Saconi that i just mentioned i think you guys have a colorway on sale for 72 dollars um even the retail on that is 120 um this was really good product yeah yeah on uh, really good retail prices and obviously there's some discounts to be had totally Man, how, how did we forget the vomero 5 is my favorite shoe my favorite shoe of the year but, yeah yeah again and like talk about comfort and quality um yeah. and I, and again i think 130 or no those are a little bit higher than 150 160 150 yeah 160 okay. still all right still still yeah and like yeah, sitting no. you know like we we've got some pairs other people have some pairs um they're they're there to be had for sure um so yeah. i think that's an, another yeah another yeah, nice I, point about them i tweeted like maybe six weeks into the year i wouldn't buy another vomero and since then i've bought three more of this being, <laughs> of this, being this being one of them um and i have all the sorry I'm, I'm holding for those listening the um it's a it's an all blue pair like different tones of blue i forget what the official colorway to this bad boy is um but it's really really nice and there's the yellow strike um i'm sad i didn't double up on the vomero db i was hunting little story while we're here okay yeah should have gotten a pair yeah um obviously so we are the uh sponsor of dornbecker 
Um, we have been for a couple of years now, um, presenting sponsor. I get dibs on a shoe and I looked at the collection and being the sneakerhead, I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask for the Jordan one low because I feel like that's going to be the hardest one to get. I'll worry about getting the phone posit after. And then um, the Vimero, no one's going to care about the Vimero. Who cares? It's a Vimero, right? And um, uh, one of my staff, Turhan, he's our chief product officer. He lives in Philly. He's like, hey, I'm a DTLR. Um, it was like two in the afternoon on release day. They got your size. Do you want a pair? I'm like, oh, perfect. Yeah, I, I didn't get a pair on sneakers. And like, I haven't seen them drop online anywhere because stores have to do it in store first. He grabs a pair for himself, grabs a pair for me. and They're just sitting there available. I go to Vegas two weeks later. Shoe Palace on the wall, every size. I'm like, I don't need another pair. A week later, it's trending on Instagram and it goes to like $500. I'm sitting there going, what the fuck just happened? We can swear on this podcast. What the fuck just happened? Um, that like is sneaker hype to a T. It went from like no one cared to the hottest shoe on the internet. No, that was, a, oh yeah, that was a crazy moment. Um, those collections have always been fun um, to look forward to. And it has, it's, it's always a fun game to pick, like what model is going to be the biggest. And then, yeah, all of a sudden they're, they're on TikTok and people are showing how you can customize them and take other Velcro and strap it on there. And, um, and they just, and, they just blew up. Yeah. And um, I have some ideas I'm going to bring to the Dornbecker um, team. Cause like now I'm like, man, I would hate to have to spend $500 on this. I wish the money would go to the hospital we we got to figure out a program nike if you're listening out there we got to figure out a way like where if you can afford three hundred dollars four hundred dollars five hundred dollars and want to donate money to the hospital and get the shoes i don't see anyone who's who's losing in that scenario losing that scenario right because right now it's just going to like i mean whatever goat's taking 10 15 they're not they're not donating that money um so yeah, that's just my my loose tangent. I'm working this 2023 goal for me here. I'm gonna make and I, I have seen StockX do drop. They did the Nicole McLaughlin Reebok collab a few months ago, um, and it, you couldn't bid on it. It was a buy now price, but I think it's that's the next iteration, right? It would be exactly oh. that of of name your price, um, and and yeah, especially sure for a cause like that, exactly. Yeah. Make sure they're going to the right place rather than yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying. Season. For everyone listening, I'm not saying like you should drop every single pair that way. Like, do your retail drop, like whatever. But man, take out a thousand pairs or 500 pairs of each silhouette and just let people bid and donate. Like, whatever the top 500 bids get the shoe. If someone wants to donate five thousand dollars for a pair, they clearly can afford to donate five thousand dollars. Mine would be like I don't know three four hundred bucks. Like you know, feel good about it, but get the shoes too. Double retail, whatever. Yeah, it's an idea. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Too. We we added in a feature like that actually to our Air Max day as well, which again, like I said, it was such a whirlwind. I forgot to mention, but we had like six local artists customize shoes and then we were able to nice. donate to uh, Lowell Elementary, which is a local elementary school here that has um, almost a third of their uh, student body um, is houseless. Um, and well, so we were able to get them uh, socks and sneakers uh, through Nike um, after we uh, nice. had, those, had those auctioned off. So, yeah, it's definitely something that's already floating around and um, just needs to be actualized. So, yeah, if, if Nike's listening, let's do it. I hand out free ideas on this podcast all the time and don't get paid to it for the um, corporate overlords listening. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm fucking around. Um, 
Dude, it was a pleasure to have you on. Um, thanks for taking the time to chat about um, the store, what you guys do, what you're up to. Um, for those not familiar, here's your here's your plug opportunity. Where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, uh, you can find Likelihood at L-K-L-I-H-O-O-D on Instagram. Um, yeah. Likelihood.us is the website. Um, and then personally, uh, my Instagram is it's Danny Ball. Um, and yeah, it's mostly where I am. Uh, yeah. But yeah, catch me on there and yeah. uh, keep an eye out for for some announcements throughout the summer from from Likelihood for sure. Yeah, we go. We got something cooking. We got something cooking. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to to the event in person. Um, meet, meeting the team, meeting you, um, and let's continue spreading the good word. Support your local boutiques. Diversify your sneaker collections. Buy some new things. And um, yeah, thanks for listening Definitely. to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, all seven. Thanks, DP. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Savvy Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on social media at Soul Savvy with one V on all platforms. To learn more about Soul Savvy and join our community, please visit www.soulsavvy.com slash join.